0: We're seeing red. Red raspberry syrup, homemade by the Nick. Red pines are on Danzo's mind. Red hot tips for new homeowners from Sea Money. Welcome to Verdant North.
1: <laughs> 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 Hello, welcome to Verdant North. I hope you had a lovely 4th of July. <laughs> What did all right? So we have a full house tonight. We have Mr. Dan Hudson.
2: Yep, I'm here. Hello,
1: we have Nikki Lyons. Hello, uh-huh. and of course, our sound man, Randy the Man, mustache man.
0: Hey, <laughs> I kept the mustache, it's he great. did
1: keep a mustache. So, all right, friends, let's do a quick catch up. Like, how's all right? How's your fourth, and what did you do last week? Um, so yeah, Dan.
2: Uh, so for the 4th of July, I went to the Minneapolis Freedom From Pants bicycle ride. (laughs) I've done this a couple of times. Uh, I'm in my early 30s now, and I've found that I am too old now for the bicycle ride. Oh no! Uh, anyway... Um, Man we started that strong
1: I should have had you like third or something like that Like holy cow dance pants are off And we're seven seconds into the episode
2: Basically everyone bikes around the city in their underwear (laughs) And then you stop at different parks And everyone kind of hangs out And has a beer And like listens to music And there's people that have like Hang out with your wang out well, not quite, not quite that, that <laughs> plot, but close. There's a guy who dresses up every year as like a founding father, and he has like he's not wearing pants. Everyone's wearing underwear, obviously, but he's wearing uh, like a powdered wig and like, <laughs> like, and like and like a colonial coat, but no pants. He's got like he's got like a big Does he ride flag, an old timey
1: like- bicycle? <laughs>
2: no. <laughs> But he's got this huge flag with, like, a circle of stars of, like, the 13 stars on it oh. or whatever it is. That cracks me up.
0: So he's colonial in Wim- Williamsburg without pants.
2: Pretty much. <laughs> cool. Pretty much. Um, Four
1: score and many pants ago.
2: So I did that, and then uh, we decided to skip. We bailed halfway through, and we biked home on the Greenway, which, okay. if you live in Minneapolis, you know what it is. If you don't, it's just a big bike path that goes through south Minneapolis. Uh, and it's sort of like sunken down in like an old railroad bed. You're
1: down in a ditch, like yeah. you're in low ground. People can shoot at you from they from could. all sides.
0: They
2: could. You could fight with Obi Wan Kenobi easily.
1: <laughs> I think there was a, a, a coffee bicyclist that had a Molotov cocktail thrown at
2: them a that few happened. years ago that, <laughs> on the Greenway. That did happen. It was like ten years ago, but yes, that did happen. <laughs> I haven't lived here that long, Dan. and I think about that every time I'm biking. At- <laughs> Biking sounds real dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, we got to see all these cool fireworks because people in all these neighborhoods were shooting them off on our way home because there are people who live by the greenway were like shooting off these little fireworks. Uh-huh. And so we got this super cool like first row view of fireworks for like 25, 30 minutes on our <laughs> on our bike home. It was awesome. It was very cool. Anyway, that's what I did.
1: That's pretty sweet. Uh, Dan, like, Randy, what did you do aside from Dan's pants bike
0: uh, I mean, I didn't do that. Uh, I, I played board games and spent it indoors with uh, my dog and a few friends and the wife. Uh, Ginger just spent the whole time kind of wetting herself, um, which poor is donkey. real sad. Uh, a lot of people like light up fireworks in, in town on 4th of July, like every town. Um, and so uh, ma- a medicated Ginger was like frozen in fear and just kind of wetting herself over and over again. Oh, it was poor really girl. sad. Oh yeah she's
1: real hairy so that is not fun oh
0: yeah she has that saint bernard hair so she's just like it was just a gross matted for a little bit
1: no not on my bed no get off the oh yeah no
0: we had like she would not get on the bed though she hid under the bed for the next two nights so (laughs) she's like we had to pull her out like with the bed up and pull her out just so that way she'd come out yeah she was a poor little lady uh Otherwise, not much. Oh, I will. I went to Convergence Comic Book Convention th- nice. that weekend following. Yes, cool. yeah, yes. it was a blast. Uh, my wife dresses Barf from Spaceballs, and <laughs>
1: she's her own best friend.
0: And she has so many pictures with all her favorite friends, like Riker with a trombone.
1: Oh, I saw that. I was yeah. like, yeah. I like
0: to imagine there's an episode not aired where him and like uh, it was it? I can't remember the little guy's name uh, start a ska band and nobody wants to join them on board. <laughs> That's like the side story to something more important. Like they're just trying to start a band together. <laughs> no, no one will join us. I don't get I want to
1: know what this little guy yes. K- starts with uh, character you're
0: Oh uh, uh, the guy from? W- Wesley Crusher? Is that? Ah uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah so like, Crusher, he's like yes. I'm just getting into Operation Ivy. I just heard about them and I just want to start a ska band. <laughs> and Record's like sure we'll do that. And he gets his trombone out and he like gets his polka dot shoes out
1: that sounds like a holodeck malfunctioning episode. yeah
0: no be. they go back to 1993 <laughs> Southern California
1: and they just have awkward bikinis on
0: they're on that one Scott song by no and that's it
1: <laughs> they start doing a cover of uh, real big fishes she has a girlfriend now
0: yeah exactly <laughs> they get data on the band though he joins them finally
1: <laughs> but he's the perfect drummer yeah perfect beat
0: Super perfect. But yeah, convergence. (laughs) Wonderful. Uh, Sorry,
1: we're big nerds. <laughs> uh,
0: yeah, no. If you want a spec script, let us know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you write to us at uh, Burton North Scripts at whattheheck.com. Uh,
0: yeah. So that was it. A uh, Weekend full of nerdery, and then making sure Ginger doesn't isn't too scared.
3: Poor girl. Mm. What did you do, Nikki? Um, well, I spent most of the week just recovering from a very, very long June at work, and then <laughs> on Fourth of July, I went over to my sister's house. Ate some different flavored bratwurst. Her kids who are like they're all. In their 20s and stuff, lit off a bunch of giant fireworks in the middle of the street, and I... (sighs) Just looked at them skeptically because I was pretty sure someone was gonna lose a hand. No one did, thank God. And um, then, yeah, the weekend after, actually, me and Caroline went to um, Basilica Block Party. Oh my God, got to see my favorite, favorite, Mister Jason Isbell. So that was awesome. But here was here was the most lots of corn dogs. Lots of corn (laughs) dogs. You ruined the punchline, Nikki. No, no, it's setting it up
1: properly. Wait, wait. All right, so we Nikki's like, hey, I got these tickets to go to the basilica block party and so that's like a three stages outdoor music festival that's two days long in minneapolis and big names you know from yesteryear and like a couple of big names from today will play there and a bunch of like some local stuff too and there's all the food trucks lots of decent beer selection it's a it's a to-do it's a big to-do uh So we got there. We bought like 30 bucks each worth of drinking food tickets and like scarfed some food down and grabbed a beer right away. Only to discover that Nikki had
3: VIP tickets (laughs) that came with free food and beer (laughs) (laughs) and cocktails and kind (laughs) of (laughs) whatever. And so we were like. We have so many tickets left over. What are we
1: going to do with all these tickets? So after Jason Isbell, when we were pretty lit, uh, we wanted to go to the food trucks, and they were all closed except for a
3: corn dog stand. So we bought a bouquet of corn dogs. Well, well, see, originally we tried to give, like, we were just gonna give away tickets to be like, okay, is someone coming tomorrow night? Because it goes over two nights. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, yeah, someone will have a great time tomorrow. So we're like, we each got a corn dog. We wanted another corn dog. And then we're like, all right, you kids back here, you'll be running around, you know, and stuff. Do you want the tickets? Instead, they just gave us each three more corn dogs. So <laughs> we had, I think, between us, six corn dogs at the end of the night. <laughs> And we just gave them to some, like, young
1: girls that were like, they must have been 20 years old. And they were, they were like,
3: heck yeah, I'll eat a free corn yeah, dog. They, I think they were just finishing working, so they are just probably tired and stuff. It's like, would you like a corn dog? They're like, yes, please, thank you. These
1: sloppy 30-year-old women blessed us with corn doggery. <laughs> oh, no,
0: they are like, you're the corn dog princess. Yes.
1: And we or- only had two left each. <laughs> yeah. After that. It took me, like, three bites to finish that, too. yeah I, I finished,
3: like, one and a half. <laughs> Like there was more free drinks than food in the VIPs, so but, but
1: it's, it's also funny that when we bought food initially, all I bought was a corn dog
3: <laughs> and I got a, I got a foot funny. I got a foot long hot dog, so <laughs> so good. <laughs> <laughs> uh, went
2: lots of amalgamated beets. Yeah, we went um, yeah. aggressive,
3: um, the beets. Lots of nitrate. <laughs> <laughs>
1: hey, I don't have to worry about nitrates just yet. Just drink water. You're fine. Yeah. We had lots of ice in the cocktails. That's yes. hydrating. Yeah. Jason Isbell, also, what a treat. Oh my, what a treat. He's delightful. So talented. So we're sitting in these VIP seats. And we're in the front row of the VIP seats, and it's dark outside. You can see the beautiful Minneapolis skyline to the right. Twin Stadium in the background to the left, lighting off fireworks. And Jason Isbell with his big-ass light show and his, like, rootsy bluegrass heartfelt music, and we're sloshed. I was <laughs> feeling it.
3: Yeah, we, we had a few cocktails before we I went there. I felt
1: American
0: as <laughs> There's a picture on the Facebook page if you want to see it.
1: <laughs> I think I deleted that.
0: Oh, <laughs> then, uh, edit, edit this out, Randy. <laughs>
3: maybe maybe we'll properly filter it and repost it. We can see if we can make it. I don't know if we. I don't know if there's enough filters in the
1: world,
0: uh, Nikki.
3: I'll, I'll, I'll see what I can I do. I mean, I can
0: definitely tell what's going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll see what I can do.
1: Also, my phone is broken, friends. Like, I'm waiting for the new stuff to come out, and I'm so close. And my camera does not focus completely anymore. So, like, that probably just makes me look extra drunk. And then I get really sweaty when when it's 100 degrees outside. So, like, sweaty, drunk, out of focus Caroline is just feeling life
3: hard. One of mine is fairly cute though I will say like the girls that we gave the corn dogs to did not take good pictures I'm sorry ladies <laughs> so expected more with a free, free corn dog but no.
0: they're like add a filter come on yeah. <laughs>
3: So I said I, I might be able to make one of them Facebook, just social t- media posts. Turn the contrast like, yes, up and yep. uh, put it into sepia tones. Yep. And we'll look really oh, we good. We got it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that was a great Fourth of July! I went to a pool party with some friends. And it was pretty uneventful. My dog did not pee herself. Uh, we have a great like drone picture that this guy brought a drone and uh, just a little guy, like maybe the size of an old like disc man. You know, they're, they're not really big, and he. Hovered it over the pool, and my husband was floating on an inner tube in the pool and got just a really silly, wild eyed Jesse picture. Also, the day before was my anniversary. So the 3rd of July is my anniversary, so I can blow things up every year on my anniversary. I will never forget it, because I'm the one who forgets dates. Very strategic. Yes, strategery. (laughs) Um, So yeah, two years. Hey, not bad. So far, so good. Here we go. Uh, Anyways, this is a gardening podcast. Let's talk. Let's talk talk (laughs) podcast, friends of the pod, new friends, old friends. Uh, We had some really great news in June and I wanted Randy to talk to us a little bit about the success we had in June because I have to thank you, the listeners, uh, for helping us reach this huge goal. So Randy, tell me.
0: Yeah, uh, just for context, we kind of reached out. We had some good gardening friends in the podcast and a lot of people started uh, from around the world, started listening to us, uh, especially around our country. Um, but, uh, yeah, we so just to say the least, I mean, we had like a thousand listens a month. That's pretty braggable for us. That's uh, amazing. That is amazing. And uh, if you're just starting to listen with us, hope you continue to listen with us as we go through uh, all these shows and through the fall and hopefully continue on through the next seasons. Uh, but thank you for, uh, you know, hanging out and listening with us. Uh, I mean, we got some friends in Canada, more friends, in the United Kingdom, uh, Australia, Croatia, Ireland, Sweden. Thank you for Amazing. some of the individual listeners there. Um, and, you know, uh, Carrollton, I believe, is in Georgia. Yeah, I think so. Uh, f- friends and listeners in Chicago and Columbia. Uh, I'm not sure which Columbia. There's a couple Colombians Columbias in different states. I don't know. Uh, the app I'm looking All the Columbias. Thank the Col- you all. Every Columbia. Thank you. I want to thank the uh, Columbians. Central City. I don't know where that's at. <laughs> uh <laughs> Uh, Atlanta, what's up? Uh, Atlanta. We got some New York City listeners. St. Louis. Uh, we got
1: some Albany, New York. Ithaca.
0: Too. Uh, yeah. Uh, let see. Memphis, Grand Forks, San Francisco. Oh my uh, gosh. Houston, Brooklyn. You yeah. guys
1: are listening all over the map. Oh my gosh. So,
0: so it's pretty fun. We got a lot of people I'm listening. Amazed. We're so happy. I'm I know you're listening.
1: I think it's your high quality sound production, Randy. (laughs) I
0: mean, not to pat a person on my back, but yes.
1: I think that is thank you guys for uh, your contributions to this podcast as well as hey, new listeners. Welcome. I'm super excited to talk to you about stuff. If you have questions, put them on Facebook. Uh, There's a Verdant North Facebook page where I usually post ridiculous plant based memes, but hey, there's always room for questions and we get back to you really quick. We love to talk garden shop with you or if you have drink questions for Nikki uh, or nerd questions for Randy or, da- or any of us let's be fair um, go ahead and send us some questions on Twitter and Facebook we'd love to interact with you guys
0: if you yeah. want to write pretend 10 episodes of Star Trek, uh, you can just find me on Twitter at, at Marlon underscore
1: <laughs> We made a
3: bot watch 1,000 hours of Star Trek, and this is what it wrote.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. We'll do that.
3: If you need some terrible life advice, can you ask me about that, too? <laughs> I have all sorts of thoughts on things. Oh, Nikki and... did give me life advice when we were wasted at the bar oh, after, yes, the, I did. after the yep. corn Yeah, I'm like a sage sometimes. Be <laughs>
1: Consequently, you can also ask us about sage and Maze. <laughs> on the facebook page
2: <laughs> sage and Maze.
1: uh sage mazing all right so let's get and to heliotrope. plants he- heliotrope okay we're talking plants now we're talking plants that's the point of this podcast let's talk about cocktails first and what plants went into this cocktail nikki take it away
3: all right the main plant in this cocktail is raspberry Ooh now. Unlike the rhubarb situation, which I had rhubarb growing in my yard and didn't know, whoops. Surprise, and, Barb. Yep. There is a big thing in the middle of my yard that is a giant raspberry bush. <laughs> it's hard to miss. Um, for the last few years where I've been living in my place, like I feel like sometimes, you know, once it gets to be raspberry season, I'm like, like to pretend I'm a black bear in the morning and go out and just forage for berries. Because <laughs> I'm like a semi-functioning adult. I usually can't manage to do breakfast. So I'm like, yeah. I'm like, yep, I'm gonna go have breakfast, and I just go grab berries from the bush and I'd eat them <laughs> on my way to the car. I'm gonna just
1: forage for <laughs> breakfast.
3: <laughs> yes.
2: I have to say, there's very few things that are as satisfying as being able to eat like a fistful of berries. <laughs> yes.
3: <laughs> yep. Yeah. And ones where you don't die. And so, so, I was like, I'm like, I'm not an expert, but I'm pretty sure these are edible raspberries. They look like raspberries. I think I got this one down. So, so there was some coming in and I went and picked a little bowl full and just did what I was doing is turn them into a syrup. Put them in a pan with some sugar and water. Let that cook for a while. Um, As I always dissolve the sugar in there first. But I just put the whole raspberries, just dumped them all in there. Maybe could have washed them. I don't know. I don't really care. Like, <laughs> <laughs> the bugs give it more oh, flavor. There's a yeah. yeah. you know? yeah. um, <laughs> And so just skip through them all in there and um, let that kind of sit in hot water for a while or kind of warm water. And then once the water turned red, I poured it into a strainer, got rid of all the little seeds and stuff, poured it into a fancy little bottle, and here we are. So I was trying to think of a cocktail to do, and I was. Thinking the other day, I was like, one of the things I missed, which I don't even know if they still make, I could look for it, but it was the old school Schweppes raspberry ginger ale. Oh, wow. Do you guys remember that? That stuff was delicious. Dang so. So I was like, all right, I have this raspberry (laughs) syrup. I don't have much raspberries yet, so I couldn't get too creative. So I was like, you got I'm just going to do a simple mule with some raspberry syrup in there. Yes. Good. Yep. So this is just some vodka. Uh, ginger ale um, I use ginger ale and not ginger beer because i use good ginger ale but I didn't want like the super heavy ginger yeah yeah I wanted it to be a little bit more sweet and refreshing and then a little splash of lime juice and that's it and so it's kind of yep so it's Basically, it's a fancy Schweppes raspberry ginger ale and vodka. <laughs> nice. So, it's like bringing it back to high school, but <laughs>
1: have a way more adult. Oh, this is delicious, Nikki. I'm I've been sipping it the whole time. Usually, we'll be like, "Oh, hey, we'll try it now." Yeah. Clink! Yay! Cheers! And then you. No, we've been
2: no we've been chugging. On I'm this.
1: not. I'm not waiting for that. It's super good. You can hear all yeah, of our really little cocktail jingles and mm. whatnot. I'm gonna have to buy us some like podcast glasses that make a really satisfying clink. So, because I like that sound effect. Anyways, mm. <laughs> this raspberry syrup is so tasty, and I love that it's a raspberry mule in the middle of summer mm. in Minnesota. Mm. What it's, could be better? It's been hot out.
3: It <laughs> actually gets warm here, and Very it gets hot.
2: stupidly hot. <laughs> yeah.
1: Mm. Well, this drink is colder than ice.
2: <laughs> so good. <laughs> I don't know if you guys uh, know about this. I didn't. I had never heard of it until probably about a month ago. At this point, I'm dying to know. You ever what we're heard talking of a about? Crenshaw melon? <laughs> a Crenshaw melon? I can tell by your faces you have not. <laughs> <laughs> Little do you know, this is the best melon you have ever tasted
3: paint me surprised what color is it what kind of
2: melon it like, is the orange ones or green ones or the flesh is orange um the outside is sort of a greenish turning to yellow as it ripens and it has kind of like a pokey part on the on one side of it it looks like it dangled and Was like, it invented by it Nintendo? looks like dangle, did you say? <laughs> yeah, it looks like it had dangled from a vine or something. <laughs> it is a cross between cantaloupe and I think a type of Thai melon from Thailand. I
1: thought you were going to say Thai basil and go into chutney again.
2: Oh, <laughs> uh, don't get me started on chutney.
3: Don't um, get me started. I guess it's going to be a chutney with this melon. <laughs> no. A
1: mutney?
2: No. So, so this melon, the, the taste of the melon flesh is just delicious, right? T- Tell us what this flesh tastes like. Well, uh, to be be perfectly honest, it's very similar to cantaloupe. It's better than cantaloupe, (laughs) though it's better than cantaloupe, but the texture of it is really what makes the Crenshaw melon because the texture is, it's very difficult to describe. It's almost like waxy. It's like chewy, but (laughs) it's...
1: I don't know. I, I, don't, it, I don't know if I want to eat a
3: waxy melon. I just no, keep thinking like now. I just keep thinking of forty year old virgin. It's like a bag of sand.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to describe it. But you owe it to yourself to go buy a Crenshaw melon. I found them at. Uh,
1: Put this waxy orange flesh in your mouth.
2: <laughs> yeah. No. So I found them at a place called Fresh Time. There's like, which, Minnesota's weird with our grocery stores. I didn't know this until I left the, the state, but most other states have like, you know, there's chains that go across many states. They have like Ralph's or they have, uh, what is it? Kroger. Kroger. Yeah. There's Albertsons. other.
1: Family thrift.
2: Anyway, there's there's a number of these rainbow. <laughs> yeah. So there's another number of these other like kind of like big chain things, but there's one that's just I think that it's new to this area called Fresh Time and that's the only place I've seen these Crenshaw melons. Not that I'm endorsing them, I know nothing about their business practices, but they do have <laughs> Crenshaw melons here. So See if you can find one. Anyway, I ordered seeds. That's what the, this all is about. I, what I'm talking about. I ordered Crenshaw melon seeds because I wanted to grow them myself. Because they're super expensive. It's like twelve bucks for a Crenshaw. Melon. Holy! <laughs> super heavy. Um. Anyway, the seeds that I got, the, the Crenshaw melon likes to, you know, likes to grow when it's really hot. Okay. Um so up here in Minnesota you don't really get started until kind of June. Um and there's a particular like hybrid variety or whatever that's a Crenshaw melon, but they're smaller and they ripen super fast. Okay. So that's I ordered some and I'm going to plant them and see how they go.
1: And Dan was uh nice enough to de- bestow to de- bestow. Uh, <laughs> to give me some of those heckin' seeds, so I'm gonna try them, too. It's gonna be great. This is... I've never grown melons before.
2: Yeah, well. Sweet, waxy melons. Sweet, waxy melons.
1: <laughs> okay, we're gonna give this a shot. French
2: um, melons.
3: <laughs> I can't wait to try these weird melons.
2: <laughs> you know what's funny? I, uh... I went to I was at went to the Fourth uh, of July picnic with my uh, family. Hysterical! My grandpa's there. <laughs> Shout out to my grandpa! I hope he listens to this at some point. Uh, <laughs>
1: does your grandpa have a phone? He does. Is it a smarty phone?
2: He, it it is.
1: Subscribe yeah. him and make him review for us. We can use more reviews. Hey friends, right. <laughs> leave us reviews. <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, anyway, so my grandpa had a bit of fun. I was like, "Have you ever had a Crenshaw melon?" And he was like, "Oh, I have, but it must have been a hundred years." <laughs> 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 my grandpa's pretty funny.
1: I love it. Aww, anyway, adorable.
2: Anyway, so that's that's what I got in the mail today.
1: Crenshaw, Crenshaw
2: melons. Crenshaw, Crenshaw melons. Crenshaw melons.
1: I was going to talk today a little bit. We have some uh, friends of the pod, uh, Sarah and Chris, who just became homeowners for the very first time. Congratulations. Yay. Unless you consider a van with a mattress in the back, in which case they've been homeowners for a while. Um <laughs> they don't
2: want, they don't want to <laughs> neither of them live in that van. It's their camping van. They just drive around in it, yeah.
1: But it's very funny. It's like tiny house style it's van. It's pretty rad. It's pretty cool. <laughs> But it sounds terrible when you put it like that. Um, so they just bought a house, and she's like, "Oh my god, Caroline, I need, your, I'm gonna need your help. I'm gonna need your help to look at my yard." And and I hear friends uh, request for me to come and scout their yard and give them ideas and tips and tricks. And then everyone finds out how much it costs, and they're like, "Oh, I'm gonna stick with status quo, yeah. status quo." And I'm like, "Fair enough." Um, but what I can say is the best thing. All right, you're buying Chris and Sarah. You're buying your house now. It is summertime. You're not going to do anything this summer. Like this summer, you're working on the inside. And any of you who are new homeowners, it is conventional wisdom to observe your yard for a year to find out where does your water drain? Where is all your sunlight going? Mm. Uh, what is, does what's your, already there? Yeah, like yeah. what's your soil like? You've got a lot of stuff. So it's always the best idea to send in some dirt for a soil test to find out hmm. what kind of dirt you're working with because that can help you tailor your selections to hedge your bets for success. Um, but mostly what I was going to say, my cheap hack of uh getting lots of cool new perennials in your yard especially if you're looking to dan what are you crunching dan put that in your pocket dan the amsr crowd is not pleased maybe they are i don't know
0: (laughs) they're not listening you just woke them up
1: (laughs) (laughs) okay okay back on topic um Yeah. So, all right. Summertime. Focus on important stuff uh, inside your house since you got a new place. And then let's see what's going on outside. And if you have some favorite plants in mind of things that you would like this time of year, a lot of shrubs are on sale and not the kind of shrubs that make a tasty cocktail. Uh, the like little little mugo pines and nine barks and that kind of stuff are going to be on sale fairly cheap soon. So you can look to your local nurseries for sales and a lot of trees and shrubbery need uh not need, but do well when they're planted in the fall because they're kind of dormant and then you stick them in the dirt and they wake up from dormancy in the spring and they're really happy about that so look for sales about this time of year even if you're not a new homeowner if you need some new shrubs and stuff look for some sales now um and look for planting time after the heat of the summer is done uh also Buy, Go out and buy whatever perennial and annual flower seeds that you need to get a bunch of stuff started in your yard. There's tons of seeds that need to be sown in the fall. And that means, s- sown means stick them in the dirt. For those of you new to the pod, welcome. Welcome to the pod. We're talking about sowing seeds. Uh, take your yarrow seeds, take your delphinium seeds, that kind of stuff. Um, and seeds should be on sale right now too, which is pretty rad. But you're going to get your your flower beds prepped and get things planted now and make sure you mark the spot where you planted everything so that in the spring in six months when you don't even know which way is up like you remember where you planted these things
2: If you don't write it down you won't remember you won't i just want to say you think you will but you won't remember let's
1: be honest about attention spans these days right so just make a note so you don't even have to worry about it you silly do it Uh, (laughs) But there's a lot of annual stuff that will seed itself every year. So things like bachelor buttons and cosmos. Those are things that reseed themselves in yards every single year. Um, I really like lupins. I like poppies and the perennial poppies and lupins are both plants that need a cold stratification period to make them germinate. So, For a pack of seeds from this year, you can get dozens of plants for just a couple of dollars rather than eight to ten dollars per plant buying a brand new in the spring. Yeah. That's a huge savings. Right to your wallet, friends. Right you know, here. What's another
2: good one: Asclepias tuberosa,
1: <laughs> Asclepias
2: butterfly weed.
1: Absolutely. That
2: one needs a cold stratification too.
1: Yeah, all milkweeds, except for I don't know if the annual milkweed needs a cold stratification period, but all mm-hmm. the good milkweeds, the perennial stuff that butterflies really like: swamp milkweed, common milkweed, purple milkweed. Those ones all need a cold stratification period. So if you're specifically thinking about a pollinator garden, look at what those seed requirements are and hit up your local greenhouse before they pull all the seeds off the shelves. Because it's that time of year where they're like, they're going to get rid of them pretty quick. Uh, So things should be on sale pretty quick. New homeowners think about it. And if you end up starting more plants than you actually need that's rad that's a, That's the best place to be that's the best kind of problem to have you can give them to friends and family or neighbors and make some good neighbors in your area
2: you I'm know what I topic. would like to talk about today what are you going to talk about today the tree of the day
1: the tree <laughs> of the pod ba-dum, ba-dum. of today
2: <laughs> of today uh, t- so today's tree is Pinus resinosa. This is actually the Minnesota. Wait a minute! Tree. You're
1: talking about your Pinus on on the pod
2: Yes. <laughs> I am talking about my Pinus. <laughs> you know, I never never heard it that way until you until just now. I've said Pinus. I don't know how many times today. I never made that connection. Anyway, look at at your penis. Don't touch it. (laughs) Some people call this a Norway pine. Some people call it a a Norway. (laughs) Most people call this red pine. Because the bark um, uh, it's is blue. is sort of yeah it's a <laughs> yeah, it's a perp, it's a blue and yellow bark for the red pine no it's reddish brown and orangish oh um, <laughs> it's also called Norway pine and I heard this I don't know how true this is but I heard that it's called a Norway pine because the people who used to log it way back in the lumberjack times were from Norway.
1: He's a lumberjack and he's okay.
2: <laughs> he sleeps all night and he works all day. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Not leaving
2: anyway. Me hanging on- <laughs> um, anyway so these majestic trees grow 6200 feet tall when they're mature um, as I said the bark is reddish orange um, and when it matures orange when it matures it makes these kind of like plates these like scaly large kind of plates uh, of bark instead of the um, I don't know what do you call a normal bark like if you look at an ash tree what kind of bark would you call that
1: uh raised? You really surprised me with this question. Ruffle potato chip. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. no, or Is like, it like the think of like wiggly bark? Think like. of like a bur oak. Quercus <laughs> ma-
1: ma- max yeah. uh I know
2: macrocarpa? Exactly with
1: that. Quark. Looks like. That's a different start.
2: Quercus. <laughs> Quercus. <laughs> anyway, we're talking about red pine today, Pinus resinosa. <laughs> uh, the bark makes plates when it's mature. The
1: bark is mysteriously unlike any other trees we also can't describe.
2: (laughs) So some of our listeners might know about pines, that they have their needles in fascicles, little bundles, little bundles of needles. Fascicle knitting. And you can often tell like what kind of pine a particular tree is by how many needles are in a fascicle or in like a little bunch. Mm. Um, For the red pine, it's two. There are two needles per bunch. Just two, um, not three? Just two. Oh, just two.
3: I knew that fact wrong. Is that technically a bunch? That's just like a... A bundle
2: of two? I guess pair? you're
1: right.
3: It's a couple. It's a pair? A duo? A
1: pairing of Nikki, needles. Nikki, who's the botanist here? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I think we would need a linguist, The though, answer is none answer of us. The
1: answer is none of us. Let's just, be honest.
2: Yeah. Um, <laughs> at maturity, they're about three feet in diameter. Um... At the bottom, the needles and this has been given as like a distinguishing, um, you know, like this is how you can tell if it's a red pine is you bend the needles and if you bend them, they will cleanly break.
1: Ah, so they're really instead of
2: like instead of just like getting a crease or a kink. Yeah. Um, But turns out that's not true. There's a couple other pines that also do that. Um, but if you're pretty sure it's a red pine and then you test the needles and they do that clean break thing, odds are you're probably right. It's a good clue. Um, the immature cones are purplish blue. They look mm. pretty, very, you know, very pretty. Um, they're also, when they mature, the cones are rounded. They're about two inches long. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do need full sun. They are shade intolerant. Mm. So can't put this on the north side of your house.
1: It's like lactose intolerant, but
2: but sun intolerant. <laughs> or I'm sorry, shade intolerant. <laughs> Needs the sun. <laughs> Uh, anyway the habit of this tree is kind of interesting it grows really tall grows really straight mm-hmm. um, it is self pruning so the, that's amazing yeah so it kind of like drops these the the larger branches as it gets taller and it basically makes this giant telephone pole of a tree Wow which is actually one of the reasons that people plant them is so that they can cut them down and make telephone poles oh. Um the crown of the tree is also very pretty, uh, very nice and rounded. Can
1: you tell me where the crown of the tree
2: is? Up at the top. Okay. Imagine that. Basically, all the branches of the...
1: I've the, just heard root areas called
2: crowns. The so root crown or something like that? Maybe. Huh. I don't know who's who would call it that way, but they should be ashamed of themselves. Crowns always go on the top <laughs> of or... <laughs> King doesn't put the crown on his feet. <laughs>
1: The Neither does a queen. It wants.
2: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, crown goes on the top. Uh, and so, what else do we have to talk about this tree? Um, so, back in the day, as I said, the species was very important for timber production in the Great Lakes. In fact, that's where it's native. Timber. <laughs> exactly. They were cutting down a red pine when they yelled that the first time, Pro- <laughs> probably. Probably not. But anyway, uh, so it's native to like Ontario, like Southern, uh, Eastern, Canada, New England. Canada. Like Minnesota, Wisconsin, Michigan. New England. uh, And New York. So kind of like Great Lakes area. Um, Used for lumber, for pilings, poles, cabin logs, railway ties, posts, mine timbers, (laughs) and all kinds of old timey, (laughs) old fashioned things. Uh, It's also extensively planted for snow breaks and wind breaks, Mm. Um, like farms that are out in the middle of nowhere and the Mm -hmm. wind just kind of gets really going. They'll put some of these trees uh, in a little row. You'll see them as like a little wind break. Mm -hmm. A lot of people don't know what that is, but uh, it's a wind break. Keeps the soil from blowing away. It also keeps uh, (laughs) keeps your your house a little bit shaded from the wind. Right. Anyway, that's what I got to say about (laughs) the red pine. Hooray. The
1: red pine. The Minnesota
2: state tree.
1: Is it? I didn't even know that. It is. I know our state flower. I know our state insect. And now I know our state
2: tree. Do you know our state muffin? No. Is it blueberry? It's blueberry. (laughs) You'd think that we could have a wild rice muffin or something. I don't know. something Something interesting. Blueberry,
1: blueberry. It was a good maybe, maybe you need to make a blueberry wild rice muffin and to go on a campaign.
2: I just feel like, you know. The, uh,
1: Randy, cue the soapbox music. <laughs> <laughs> I just feel that wild rice is a more you interesting botanical plant. <laughs> Blueberries can suck. A,
2: <laughs> it just seems to me that. Blueberry is such a common thing. I mean, if you go anywhere, anywhere in the country, you'll get blueberry muffins. Why does that what's particular to Minnesota about a blueberry?
3: They grow here. So to bring it back to the beginning, I feel like they I was grow talking them in about Mexico. the flavor bratwurst I had. One of them was blueberry wild rice. So you know. there you
2: go. That could now be the state sausage. The state
3: bratwurst. State
2: bratwurst.
3: <laughs> yep, bring it all back. <laughs> Oh, my God. That's a whole
2: lot All episode. right. I'll, I'll leave off. I, I, guess you, I guess you have a point about the blueberries.
1: <laughs> blueberries are another episode. We'll arm wrestle this out after Randy. Hey, cue the credits.
0: Thanks for listening to Verdant North. Find our blog posts online at verdantnorth.net. Find us on Twitter at @verdantnorth And you can find us on Facebook by searching Verdant North. If you want to contact us but hate social media, you can email us at verdantnorthteam at gmail.com. You can hear this podcast through SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher, or Google Play Music. All of them. Spotify, pick up our application.
1: Hey, Spotsy. Hey, Do it. Knocking on your door.
0: Or uh, tweet at Spotify. Hey, say hey. You need these guys on here. Uh, <laughs> don't forget to like, rate, comment, and share the podcast. The more likes, ratings, comments we receive, the more visible this podcast becomes. We don't pay for advertising and we don't have any networks backing us. We. This is all us. So sharing our show with your friends and family is the only way we get heard. If you like what you're listening to and feel like contributing, you can donate to us at coffee.com backslash verdant north. That's KO dash F I dot com backslash verdant north. And like I said before, we don't advertise and we don't have a network bo- like helping us out we're just by ourselves so please buy,
1: buy us a pint donate five dollars mm-hmm. on co-dash uh, fi verdant north and hey that would be amazing uh because randy needs some new microphones dan made this one smell bad
0: yep too many burp chunks all
2: smell bad <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: You can find Caroline Hallstrom on Twitter at, at Miss Zero Line. That's Miss O Line. You can find Dan Hunson on Twitter at Verdant Dan. That's how it sounds and spells. <laughs> uh, you can find Nikki Lyons on Instagram at Nikki underscore RM315. Nikki underscore RM315. You can find me on Twitter and at Marlon underscore rando. You can also hear me on the scattered podcast. We saw some episodes we need to release. Well no, but if you want to hear guys talk about dumb stuff, that we're it. <laughs> uh, special thanks to Bree, edited and Vu for graphics and artwork. And extra big thanks to Webmaster Corey Hartung for making sure we exist on the web.
2: Happy birthday, Corey! <laughs> yeah It's still two months later. Happy
0: birthday. It's his f- Birthday. As always, a special thanks to Minneapolis band Volcanus for allowing us to use their tunes. Follow their hilarious video blog project on YouTube and listen to them and our tribal band Prozac Rat on Bandcamp YouTube and find them on Facebook.
1: Hey, time out. I wanted to say that Prozac Rat is playing every Tuesday in August. If you're a Minneapolis St. Paul person, go to Prozac Rat's Facebook page for details.
0: Ba-ba-ba-ba. Thanks for listening. And always remember:
1: it's okay to kill
2: plants.
1: <laughs> <Yes>. Timber. <laughs>